Hi everybody, this is Scott Saad. Uh, over the past uh, weekend, I've had uh, several new trials and tribulations with the social media companies. First, uh, on the weekend, my LinkedIn account suddenly was deleted. I was sent an email telling me that I had violated, you know, one of my posts violated uh, their standards. Uh, and I couldn't even really uh, offer a review of the particular post. I don't know which post it was because my uh, account was disabled. And then through me, you know, doing several uh, action, taking several actions, uh, eventually my account was restated and I was able to scroll down to see which was the quote offending post that had me completely erased from the platform. And it turns out that it is one where I shared a clip of uh, former NFL uh, running back, Zach Stacy beating up his ex-girlfriend in ways that are truly unimaginable. It's difficult to imagine that a, a person could be this violent towards someone who is certainly much smaller than them. I mean, not that that's the measure of how diabolical it is, but... You look, it's a clip that's been covered in the media. It's it's a clip that I shared because I was outraged at how evil this guy was. I am standing up or standing against domestic violence, right? You would think that's, that's a good thing, right? We should be really against huge men beating up their ex- girlfriends and wives as though they're insignificant ragdolls. That should be a good thing, I thought, in the moral compass. Uh, but apparently, my sharing that clip violated their standards. I'm not sure exactly how. Uh, you know, I didn't even editorialize much other than saying that, you know, this person is evil and diabolical or something to that effect. And that caused my complete erasure from LinkedIn. So imagine what that does to someone because you no longer know what the rules are of engagement, right? Uh, one of the best ways to create huge problems in children is for them to not have consistent parenting where they don't know the schedule of reinforcement that will lead to punishments and rewards where they don't know what they need to do to either get your approval or your disapproval. It's random. It's stochastic. And that causes great harm to a child. Now, imagine you are a content creator. You are a 57-year-old professor who is sharing a clip where you are exhibiting outrage that a man could beat up on a woman. That causes you to have your account deleted. Okay, so that's one story. Then I get into my Facebook account and I see this very prominent warning from Facebook that I'm very close to having my page uh, suspended, if not deleted. I have no idea why. Don't know what the reason is. Don't know what strike there is against me. So I, after much effort, I went back and looked at all of the past, quote, violations that have led to having these strikes against me. Although the, the fact that they just posted the alert yesterday or you know, a couple of days ago, I have no idea why the timing was such because the last strike that was against me was from many months ago. In any case, here are the four that I found from Facebook. You ready? 
I posted a screenshot or, you know, a, a quote of what someone called me uh, a truly vile anti-Semitic uh, thing. So I am sharing what someone is calling me, right? Dirty, whatever, and so on. Therefore, I am the victim of anti-Semitism, right? Facebook is about being woke, being tolerant, being protecting communities, not engaging in hate. So I am sharing a, uh, an instance of how I am being targeted for being Jewish. That was a strike against me. Now, you might say, oh, it's just the AI that's wrong. But then if the AI is wrong and then I correct you, then you can't then send me a message saying we're about to close your account, right? There is a business relationship here, right? Facebook is worth what it's worth because people took the time to create content on your platform, right? The second instance is one where I took a screenshot of an actress named, let me see what her name is, Vina Malik, where she was, it was a incredibly uh, genocidal, you know, uh, anti-Jewish uh, tweet. I think she's a Pakistani actress. And I shared a screenshot of that, again, to demonstrate the rampant normalization of anti-Semitism, right? That was a strike against me. Now, how is that a strike against me? Is it that I'm not allowed to criticize a Pakistani actress who is exhibiting genocidal hatred of Jews? We don't know. There's no way to know. There's a strike against me. We're going to close your account. You took 10 years plus to build your platform. We're going to shut it down. Third case is where I shared an article from, uh, a, it was a British newspaper. I can't remember which one it was. Maybe the Telegraph, where they were talking about Tommy Robinson. If you remember him, he's a he's the British activist who, you know, is to some people, he's corrosive and divisive. Well, I've had Tommy on my show and he's at least from anything that I've seen in my interactions with him, hardly that. Uh, but they labeled him as a you know, far right, neo, you know, Nazi, whatever, right wing. And I just shared a, a, where I said, you know, don't believe uh, the BS regarding Tommy Robinson. He's hardly this far right extremist. I got a strike for that. So a professor who's had a guest on his show that is covered in the main media in Britain, if I take a position where I say, well, I don't believe that Tommy Robinson is such an extremist, that serves as a strike. It goes against the community standards, right? So if you build a platform which then causes Facebook to have a market cap valuation at I don't know what they are, trillions of dollars, whatever, because people place their content there, because people work hard to generate an audience there. And they come along and say, hey, you said something about Tommy Robinson that we disagree with. That's a form of violence, a strike against you. And then the fourth example that led to a strike against me, so therefore we're very, very close to closing your account, is when Jennifer Rubin, some of you may know her, uh, she's this quote journalist who had written a, you know, she had, I think it was a, during an interview, if I'm not mistaken, where she said, you know, we need to burn down the Republican Party or something to that effect. So she was really inciting violence against 
political opponents. I mean, the direct, right? We should burn down or something like that. So I, re I shared that and I mocked it, right? So I was standing against violence. I was arguing that it is wrong to engage in incitement of violence of political opponents. Facebook put another strike against me. So let's recap. I share a clip of massive Jew hatred targeting me. It's a strike against me. I share a tweet of a Pakistani actress wherein she is gleeful about uh, genocide of Jews. That's a strike against me. I share an opinion that a guest on my show is hardly the extremist that they make him out to be. That's a strike against me. You're coming close for us to closing your account. And then the fourth one is, I stand against a direct incitement of violence against your political opponents. And Facebook says, sorry, that's another strike. We're about to shut you down. So I've already discussed this ad nauseum. It's covered in the parasitic mind. There is nothing that is more important in a society than freedom of speech. It is the bedrock on which all other freedoms flow from. There's freedom of speech, and then the rest are details. Freedom of speech is not squashed solely by governments. Freedom of speech is squashed by the zeitgeist that either allows freedom of speech to breathe and proliferate, or it squashes it. Let me give you another quick example. And I'm... I, I shouldn't say I'm not proud of this because it's just the pragmatic truth. I was approached by two different, uh, you know, representatives of authors who wrote recent books regarding COVID. Uh, prominent people. These are not quacks. One of the people in question has been on my show. Serious people. But when the, their representatives wrote to me and said, hey, they'd love to come on your show to discuss their latest book on COVID, I responded very pragmatically. And remember, I'm, I'm very deontological when it comes to the truth. I'm very much of a purist. I said, look, if they come on my show, there are, there's a very, very good chance that YouTube is going to shut down that chat because we're talking about COVID and we're talking about issues that, uh, you know, or positions that the official position on COVID goes against what they might be saying, the guests in question. And so they're going to shut down the YouTube clip. So it kind of defeats the purpose of us having the chat. And they certainly could shut down my channel. Now, that's a problem, right? I spent many, many years, thousands and thousands of hours. I don't know how many hours, over 1,300 episodes uh, that I've built, 25 million plus views. And they can just go like this. You hosted someone who is saying something about COVID that we disagree with. Bye-bye, Dr. Gatsad. So the people who say, but private companies, come on, man. They're allowed to do what they want. My goodness, have you lost the plot. My goodness, do you not understand the dynamics. Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and Google and the, you know, all the, the cabal of social media companies are more powerful than all of the governments put together in terms of shaping the way you navigate through life. They have a chokehold on everything that you're allowed to see, everything that you're allowed to say. 
If that doesn't concern you, nothing can. You are walking quietly, humming along to your demise, to the abyss of infinite lunacy. And so I posted a couple of tweets over the past couple of days saying, I'm, I'm genuinely fed up. I'm fed up because I've been fighting this for, you know, uh, well over two decades. And I get up every morning with renewed alacrity, wanting to, you know, create a better world, wanting to do things right. But then I get defamed. There's there's this white power guy whom I'd never heard of until three weeks after my book was published, who has been coming after me, defaming me with his band of white power people. When I try to say, hey, how is this tolerated? How is this defamation? This guy is a parasite. Social media companies are completely quiet about it. Okay. But if I say, hey, look at the death threats I'm receiving because I'm Jewish, they say, hey, that's a strike against you. So defamation, you know, who cares? Even though in the First Amendment, one of the asterisks that puts a boundary on uh, freedom of speech is defamation. So when you get to a point where nothing makes sense, right? You can't wake up in the morning, engage the world with any logical sense-making because I can't... Look, I even had a few days ago an unbelievably threatening email that came my way. That That's unimaginable. I did not post it on any social media. Although, of course, you would think that would protect me, right? Because at least there's a record of it. That would maybe entice people to act up against such lunacy. I refrained from doing so because I knew that if I post this, I would get banned. So there you have it, folks. If you appreciate what I do, you can go to the bottom of this the description of this uh, conversation and offer your support in concrete ways. I've got several portals that you can use to support my work if you think it's worthwhile to do so. But I, I truly am telling you, and you can probably see from my face that it's taking a toll because, believe me, I am the most optimistic, gregarious guy. I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. I'm a fun guy. I'm affable. But if you're constantly being beaten in ways that you simply can no longer understand when the next beating is coming from, right? I don't know if I'm going to be hailed on social media or whether I'm going to be shut down because I'm in fighting for women's right against domestic violence. That gets me banned from LinkedIn. Have a good day, everybody. Cheers.